May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The kingdom of God is like a large, puffy-headed dandelion in your neighbor's lawn that explodes, spreading its seeds while you're away on vacation. When you return, your lawn is covered in yellow flowers, weeds, but somehow, they make your once perfect yard brighter, more cheerful. The kingdom of God is like the foundry, the coffee shop at Alabama and 16th where I go to read in quiet while sipping my latte. And then suddenly at 4 p.m. it's taken over by teenagers from Heron High School, loud, joking, tumbling over each other, taking up all the seats, but who bring joy to the place. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, a tiny seed sown on the ground that grows into a large sprawling bush, taking over all that is around it, choking out the native plants, ruining our garden plans, providing shade for all the creatures and attracting birds from all over to nest there. You know, we're used to serious Jesus. We're used to healing Jesus. But today, today we have comedian Jesus. Today, we have Jesus telling people, the Israelites, who have heard their whole lives that Israel will be a light unto all nations, will be like the magnificent cedars of Lebanon, a protector of all nations. Jesus, the comedian, tells them that the kingdom of, of God is like a weed. Well, okay, not so much a weed as a pungent shrub that takes over wherever it is, a shrub that no gardener can contain, a plant that no matter how often you try to weed it out will return again and again and again. Now, the mustard bush provides desirable spices and oils, but wherever it grows, it chokes out everything else. Frankly, it's an invasive species, think kudzu, and folks would never have chosen that plant for their garden because they could never have trusted that it would stay contained. You see, I think that we think that we know what this parable means, right? We tend to focus on the tiny seeds in the parable and we treat it like an allegory that tells us that just as tiny seeds of mustard grow into a large plant, so might our little bit of faith grow if we tend it. Or we treat it like a fable 
Sometimes grand successes have humble beginnings, so don't be discouraged by starting small projects with great faith. But here's the thing. While those interpretations work, in fact, I think it is important to remember that the kingdom of God began modestly in Galilee and has grown and is growing. And it's important to remember that small acts of faith can have large consequences. I think it's equally important to remember that this is not an allegory or a fable. Jesus is not trying to teach us a sensible lesson. Rather, Jesus offers a parable about the kingdom of God. And parables are not cute, they're not easily understood or explained, but they are often funny. Parables are meant to surprise the listener, to deconstruct our assumptions. They're meant even to perplex us. So what about our assumptions needs deconstructing? How do we in our comfort, in our assurance that we know what Jesus is up to, how do we hear this? How do we allow ourselves to be surprised by it? Often we talk about how the Jews of first century Galilee were expecting a certain kind of Messiah. They expected a military leader, a king in the vein of David. They believed when the Messiah came, a new era would be ushered in, a new kind of kingdom where Israel was politically powerful. And it can be easy from the vantage point of 2,000 years on to look back and critique those beliefs. But today, I invite us to critique our own assumptions. When you hear the kingdom of God, what do you imagine? Where is it? When is it? Perhaps you imagine the kingdom of God as heaven. Or perhaps you imagine that it will arrive after Jesus returns. Maybe you think of it as a time of perfect peace, a place of pure happiness. But let's go back to Jesus's description. The kingdom of God is like a teeny tiny mustard seed which, when it starts, is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Kind of like starting with one man, a peasant, in a small backwater town like Nazareth, in the rural region of Galilee, in a powerless nation like Israel. But that tiny mustard seed, after it's sown, grows up and becomes a huge, unruly bush that will take over our manicured lawn, strangle out our lovely perennials, blot out our plans for the vegetable garden. 
you will not be able to control it. It will ruin our plans. It will run roughshod over what we think our lawn, our garden, our lives should look like. Kind of the way Christianity has spread around the world, the way that each of us here has somehow been led by God to let God lead our lives, if even just a little bit, so that we are no longer entirely in control. Kind of the way, if you think about it, that thorny, weedy, uncontrollable situations in our own lives are often the very times and places God is most evident. After all, this wild, weedy, uncontrollable bush not only takes over but also provides a place so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. So this pushy bush also provides gentle comfort, a place to rest, a home for us. Friends, anytime Jesus says, kingdom of God, we might want to duck. We definitely want to check our assumptions, allowing the parables to surprise us. Just as the culture of his time wasn't ready for Jesus to be the Messiah, so we are not quite prepared to accept his teaching about this kingdom that he planted and that is growing slowly but surely wild, untamed, uncontrolled by us. But is it just possible is it just possible that the kingdom of God is at work right now, growing even now in our lives? What is most wild, most uncontrollable, most messy in your life? Is it possible that God, the one who promises the kingdom, is like a weed taking over the garden? Is it possible God is at work right now in the very part of your life that looks like an out-of-control weed? And are we willing to let the kingdom take over? Are we willing to let the vines of God's love wrap around us, strangling out those things of the world that we love too much, the precious hothouse flowers, the manicured gardens that feed our egos, the perfect topiaries that convince us that we are in control, and instead, will we give ourselves over to the messy, the wild, the uncontrollable kingdom of God where there will be shade and rest for us all.
Amen.